You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 152 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm here solo today. I'd like to walk you through something that I use in my business that I think will be helpful for for all of you as well. It's around building better business strategies, okay? And I'm going to talk through this as it relates to the Herman Brain Dominance Instrument. It's a tool that I use. It's an assessment that measures your thinking preferences, And I combine that with whole brain thinking, which is a way to apply the tool in both your life and business and have it show up in a really comprehensive way. That's just to give you a quick overview. We'll get more in detail in the episode. So let's talk about business strategies a little bit and why you even need them in the first place. Um, If you've been listening to the show for a while now, you know that I'm a planner. I'm the planning half of the two of us. And building business strategies is something I do, I like to do ahead of time because it really keeps me focused on what I'm doing and where I'm going, okay? And I think it could really be the same for you. You may already have business strategies in place. That's great. If you do, then hopefully this will help you solidify them even more or up-level them a bit. And if you don't have any business strategies in place yet, consider this uh, your moment <laughs> to go ahead and start thinking about it and start making them. So what do I mean by business strategies? It's really the plan that you're going to execute against for your business, but really looking at it first from a high level point of view. So where are you spending time in your business? What types of projects are you tackling to really move the needle and like move forward in your business in bigger ways, okay? This is not your general to-do list type of things, right? That we all have long-running to-do lists that never seem to end. This is really for how are you being strategic? What are the things that you're putting your most, most of your effort into so that you can get the, hopefully, the biggest return on it? And if it doesn't go right, you know, you can see what maybe, what maybe went wrong with it. We'll talk about that later too. When you think about the projects that you want to tackle this year, for example, we're in January 2021 when this episode goes live. You think about what you might want to do over the next quarter or over the next few quarters or even over the next year. You want to have ideas of taking a look at 
at where you've been. You know, you've probably done some reflection by now on on where you were in 2020 and kind of where you want to go. So what are some of those big projects? Last week in episode 151, we talked about planning for some of those big projects that you might have. What I'm going to walk you through now is a way that you you may incorporate some of those big projects with perhaps some smaller projects that you still also want to tackle this year in some of your goals. All right. So I mentioned the Herman Brain Dominance Instrument at the start of the episode, and I want to share a little bit more detail around that. So it's an assessment tool. I actually got certified in it a few years ago. I used it in my corporate life and loved it so much, actually, that I went and got certified because I found it to be such a powerful and such an impactful tool for myself and learning more about myself and my own business. So I decided I wanted to help others with the same thing. So the the tool itself measures your thinking preferences, okay? This is not your average personality assessment. It really actually isn't a personality assessment at all. It's a tool that breaks down which quadrants your brain prefers to think in or prefers to go to when you're thinking. At a high level, if you're data-driven, if you're creative, if you're people-centered, or maybe you're implementation-focused, you can have more than one preference. It just shows you where you tend to go most of the time. And this is not the same thing as capability, okay? So preference is not the same thing as capability. It's really where you prefer to think and how you prefer to process information. This assessment also actually shows you how your thinking preferences change when you're under pressure or under stress, which I'm sure most of us are under these days in different ways. So really this tool is about how you prefer to think. And then when you take a look at that with whole brain thinking, whole brain thinking is the journey that you take and the application that you use to really look at all four of those quadrants in more detail and apply them to your life. So as an entrepreneur, It's really important to operate with all four quadrants of your brain for the most part, especially when you are working on your own in your business. You may have employees and and that may help you leverage other parts of the brain. But if you're a solopreneur or someone that's growing your business mostly with yourself as the resource, then it's important for you to work in all of these different areas, all these different quadrants, as I call them, even if they aren't your preference. Okay, so one way to do that is to have whole brain applications and things like a whole brain business strategy to get you thinking in all those quadrants, even if you might not like to so much. So let me give you an example. Maybe you're really an idea generating type of person. You really love to live in that creative space, but the implementation is not somewhere that you prefer to be. I see that a lot actually with entrepreneurs when I work with them. So it could really be like you have, you know, a list of different ideas and possibilities. But when it comes to the execution, maybe at the end of the quarter or at the end of the year, you haven't really executed on all that much because you keep jumping from idea to idea. And mapping things out in a whole brain way will give you a path not only to have the idea, but to take into account the financials, who's supporting you, and also the execution. It's really common, by the way, to if you are an ideas person, the execution may not be as fun or interesting to you or vice versa. This assessment tool is used also by Fortune 100 companies with pretty amazing results. Assessment tool is used by 97% of Fortune 100 companies, and they have a big range of results. I'll just give you examples of a few of them. They've seen 66% increase in productivity, 78% more effective communication, and even $100 million in annual cost savings for innovations. 
So it's a pretty big deal. This tool can be used in a lot of ways. It's not only for entrepreneurs, but it's definitely scalable for wherever you are in your business. If you're an individual, if you're a small team, or even if you're scaling to be a larger company. All right, so let's dive in. Let's talk about these business strategies and how you can build your business strategies in a clearer whole brain way. Okay, so I want you to, now, if you're driving, don't do this activity. If you're sitting around and and you want to draw it on a piece of paper, that's great. But otherwise, you can just think about it in your head. Safety first, everyone. So if you just have a picture of a box in your head or draw a box on a piece of paper and put one line down the center horizontally, If you think about, if you draw or think about a box and you put one line down the center vertically and then cross another one across the middle horizontally, you'll end up with four even boxes, okay? And I'm gonna walk you through this using these boxes. So the top left box of these four boxes is the what quadrant, okay? It's considered the analytical thinking quadrant If you prefer to think it's in colors, it's also referred to as the blue quadrant. And this quadrant is all about logic, data, analysis, reasoning, and financials. Any of those types of things that that can be the backbone of your business from a financial and data perspective. Okay. So you may already be able to tell as I go through each of these quadrants, you, some quadrants might resonate with you more than others. Okay. So this is where all your financials live, where all your data lives and where even your current programming lives. So in terms of business strategies, when you're working in this quadrant, I want you to think about these things. Identify your current offers, your current product offers, whether you have, it doesn't matter what you have. If you have a product, a physical product, if you have a digital product, if you have services for other business owners, whatever it is, list out your current offers, list out the price point of those offers. Okay. So we're bringing in the financials piece and then also list out your current revenue and expenses. This is going to be high level, right? But today this, this quadrant is all about what is going on in your business right now. So today, what does that look like? What are you currently offering at what price point and what is it bringing in for you at a high level? That's the first part. We need to always start with what we are where we are right now. Okay. Because we can't really go to the future without knowing where we are right now. All right. So we're going to move clockwise around the boxes. So the top right corner is the Y quadrant. This is the experimental quadrant. This is where I mentioned before the creativity is the creativity, anything related to your vision, mission, and purpose, generating ideas for your business the future state. It all lives in this quadrant. It's also referred to as the yellow quadrant. Okay. So here we're looking at the future state and what you want to do. So if you think about your business strategies for this year, you've listed out your current state, right? From the last quadrant. And now we're looking at your future state. What do you want to do this year? Are there certain programs you want to launch? Um, what are the, you know, I usually put the financials here as well for the future state items. So what do you want to launch and what income do you want that to bring for you? If you're just starting out and you're, you're maybe even not clear on what your goals are and things like that, that would go in here too. Like why you do what you do. Cause I mentioned the vision, mission, purpose, all of that lives here. But in terms of a business strategy, we mapped out your current state and this is now mapping out your future state. What are those big goals that you have? What new products do you want to launch this year? Or what do you want to add into your business 
somehow, okay? That it hasn't happened yet, but it's in your plan for where you want to go. After you do that, we move on to the bottom right corner. This bottom right quadrant is the who quadrant. It's all about relationships. It's the relational thinking quadrant. And the color associated with it is red. And it's all about people, emotion, feeling. And in terms of business, it's where your customer service lives, your collaboration, if you work with other people, if you have partnerships with influencers maybe, or anybody else. And it could also be role models or people that you look up to in your business, right? Or different, you know, different people that might share the same values or, or mission that you have in what you're trying to build. So in terms of business strategies, when we look at this quadrant, we're looking at, you know, questions like who's your ideal customer? Who are the role models for where you're going? Or, you know, who matches with, like I, like I mentioned, with your, your vision and your mission, and it can also be who are potential partners for you in your business and not necessarily hiring a business partner, but people that you can collaborate with, right? So when we're looking at the who quadrant, it's it's things like when, when you're looking at your future state from the quadrant that we just did, you want to then think about who can help you get to that future state. Are there people that you're going to need to add to your team or are there people that you can collaborate with, friends that can share your posts and influencers that you can reach out to to have agreements with anything like that working with other people that all ties into the who quadrant so it's another really important piece this this like i mentioned it's also customer service so when you think about your relationships and what you're doing to nurture the relationships you already have that all sits in there as well so again it depends where you are with your business but each of these in this order build on each other. Okay, so now we're gonna look at the bottom left corner of the four boxes. This is the how quadrant. It's the structural quadrant, structural thinking quadrant, and it's associated with the color green. This is this is maybe where some people cringe, but don't because it will be okay. So this is all about execution, systems, implementation, processes, and organization. All right, so this is where this is where the actual implementation happens. And it's purposely last of the four quadrants that I went over because you're really looking first at what you're doing right now in your business, then you're going the current state, then you're going to your future state where you want to go. Then you're looking at who who is helping you with all of this and supporting you. And then you get to the execution now, which is how are you going to get this done, right? And this is where you put plans in place where you map out what it's going to actually take. So you may pick specific projects and then make implementation plans for each of those with with due dates and, you know, timelines and all of those smaller action steps that are going to need to happen to be able to get to the bigger picture, okay? To to get to that end goal of the project. All right. So it's really about how are you planning and how are you how are you implementing all this? Now, whether or not it's with you or you have someone on your team, it's still good to go through all these steps so that you have a clear idea of where you're going and what the plan is. So those are the four steps. They're really they're not complicated. They shouldn't feel complicated and overwhelming. It's really what are you doing right now in your business, including the offers and the financials? Where do you want to go, which is the goals? and your long-term vision, who's going to help you, which is really around what support do you need, and then how are you going to get it done? And that's really the actual implementation piece. Now, when you look at your business as a whole and you put all of this down on paper, 
you'll kind of, you'll, you'll get an idea of where you are, where you want to go, and it'll help you decide which projects do you tackle first, right? Because you might have a long list of projects in that how quadrant that you want to do, but that doesn't mean that you have to do them all at the same time. You just know that certain projects are going to be prioritized over others that may take you through, you know, the quarter or six months or even the year. The thing here is, and the the reason why I think this is so helpful and so powerful is because this takes into account all four quadrants, okay, and all four thinking preferences. So you may have resonate, resonated with some preferences over other ones. You may have thought, oh, that's really me. I'm the data person or, oh, that's me. I'm the people. I'm the relationships. Whichever one, whichever one or few that you resonated with, that's fine. The reason that we have it for you to plan in this way is so that you stretch into those other quadrants that you're not so comfortable with, right? Because when I when I first started talking about it and I mentioned the example of being idea generating and having all these ideas and maybe not executing so much, you don't want to stay in that idea generating point. You want to actually execute so that it implements something new in your business and you get money or new followers or, you know, whatever it is, whatever your goal was, but so that you're running as a business, no business can run without all four of these quadrants. So really thinking about it that way. And well, I should say no business can run successfully without all four of these quadrants. You'll realize over time that it's not working if you try to skip some of them. So really the important thing is to map out all of them and to do them in that order. So even if you are hesitant or shying away from a certain quadrant over another one, this is a really powerful way to bring you in and have you look at all four of these areas together, okay? Because really running them together and in that order of looking at the what, the why, the who, and the how is how you're really going to be able to bring your projects to life. And execution is always the last one because you really need the roadmap first, right? You're not, you know, if you try to go to a new destination, you don't just go aimlessly driving around without a plan. Well, hopefully you don't. So if you don't do that, then you need the roadmap first. So the what quadrant gives you a lay of the land with the current state. The why quadrant gives you your future planning and ideas of where you want to go. The who quadrant gets you who's going to be helping you with this or what kind of support you might need. And the how is the actual execution. Okay, how are we going to get this done? Hopefully this was helpful for you and that you learned something new. This is how I plan my strategies. So I really, I encourage you to give it a try. It can be a great tool to use, a great way to kind of either reflect or realize maybe certain parts of your business that you've been ignoring or that you haven't spent as much time on. And this is a great, a great way to do it. If you'd like to learn more about the Herman Brain Dominance Instrument or Whole Brain Thinking or anything that I shared here today, I'll put a link. I actually have a business scorecard that can help you to evaluate where you are in your business right now. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can check it out, do an evaluation of your business. And if you want to know more, my contact information is there too. You can reach out on LinkedIn or by email, however you'd like. And I can share more with you about all of that. Again, I hope it was helpful. As always, we are in Facebook. In, come and visit us in the Facebook group in the HQ. You have to search Fearless Business Podcast HQ on Facebook. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week.
Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit thetransitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.